0: Hello, everyone. In the words of little Kim, I've been gone for a minute, but now I'm back with the jump off. I know it's been a minute, okay, since I recorded my last episode. I think my last, I actually looked at it. The last time I uploaded an episode was February, okay? And what month is this? March, April, May, June, July, August. Six months y'all y'all haven't heard my beautiful voice in six months like I'm sorry okay I low-key high-key low-key abandoned the podcast but I had a lot going on you guys like and it just like I don't know I just wasn't really like in the headspace to be recording the podcast and also like I just had a lot going on Um, So yeah, so some personal life updates. I finally, 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 finally moved out of my parents' house, y'all. That's right. Your girl got her own place. And when I tell you guys that I'm so freaking excited and happy and proud of myself, like, I don't know if I've ever expressed it on the podcast, but anyone that knows me personally knows that I've been wanting to move out of my parents' house since fucking 1982 okay and I was born in the 90s so that just shows you how much I've been wanting to move out and so finally like two or three weeks ago me and my sister we got our own place well I got my own place and she's living with me um so yeah so it just feels really good you guys to finally have my own like apartment like y'all don't even know because I never got, I, di- I didn't I did get a normal college, like, experience, you know? So I never got to live in the dorms or any of that shit. So I've never lived outside of my parents' house. Like, at 26 years old, you know, I commuted to school. So this is my first time really living outside of their house. And it just is really, it's been a great experience so far. Um, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Um, so, yeah, what else? That's really the biggest Um, you know, news, um I've been working a lot more like on improving, I, I, I guess, improving myself. Like I've been working out, I've lost roughly 40 pounds, roughly. Like I weigh myself from time to time, but like the scale pisses me off. So I mostly go by like my clothes and stuff. But the last time I weighed myself, I've lost about 40 pounds, and it feels good, you know? Um, I have been this year, I really tried to take losing weight a lot more seriously because I'm finally done with school. As y'all know, I graduated last year. So I finally have, like, the time to dedicate to trying to lose weight. So <sighs> since, like, what, February, I've been, you know, trying... I've been, I've been doing my thing. I got an Apple Watch. And I will say, even though Apple Watches are ridiculous, ridiculously expensive because they're literally just like an iPhone in watch form. Um, It has been worth it. It, I think it's really helped me. So yeah, so I've been doing that, but I'm not going to lie. The last couple of weeks I've been slacking y'all. I've been slacking. I used to work out my, I try to work out at least five times a week. And I think the last two weeks, two or three weeks, I've only been working out twice a week because my schedule has just gone really hectic lately you know, um, so yeah, I just, that's like, yeah, those are really the main things that I've been doing since, you know, um, since my hiatus or whatever, um, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but I'm going, like, I'm, like, in the IT field, I guess, like, the tech field, like, I have, like, a, like, I, I'm in the IT field, so I have to get, like, certifications and stuff, so I've been studying for those, Wish me luck, y'all, because that shit ain't easy. I've gotten two certs, got two certs back in, like, May, so pretty proud of that, but I have more to go, and yeah, so that's just what I've been doing, y'all, like, just trying to really get my life to where I want it to be, um, and so far, so good, and so I just decided, you know what, I'm finally, like, in my own place, you know, I can finally think clearly, you know, I love my parents, but living at home was just not it, (laughs) You know, when you become a certain age, living with your parents is like not really something that you want to do. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know a lot of people older than me that still live at home, but for me personally, it just really was not the ideal situation. Like, I, again, I love my parents, but we just have very different ideas of life, you know? And I just felt like at 26, I wasn't living the kind of life that I wanted. I can't, like... Even though, and I have Nigerian parents. Everybody knows Nigerian immigrant parents in general can be strict and they have their own weird rules. But I will say my parents are like kind of diluted African parents. Like in a lot of aspects, they weren't strict, but there was just certain things that like, I don't know, I just couldn't do and it would annoy me. So I got the fuck out. And so now that I have my own place and I like can actually think and I'm in peace and quiet, Um, I was like, you know what? It's time to start my podcast back up. You know, it's time to go back to doing what I like. You know, I need to pick my hobbies back up. I feel like sometimes, especially when we get older, you just get so caught up in doing the things that you have to do, like your job and all the other stuff that you drop the things you like to do. Like I know so many adults that talk about how they used to like to read when they were a kid, but now that they're an adult, they don't read. And it's like, you gotta continue doing the things that you love because you'll go crazy you will lose it. So I'm trying to pick back up on all my little hobbies and the things I used to like to do. So the podcast was one of them. So here we are. We're back. And y'all, in my little hiatus, these celebrities have been acting a fool. Okay. And I've been wanting to comment on a lot of the stuff they were doing. I had to go back and try to remember the main things. So let's see. Okay. First up, we're going to talk about the summer olympics so you know the summer olympics was this year it was supposed to be last year but as we all know covid fucked that up so summer olympics was postponed to this year and so they just wrapped up the 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 summer olympics ran i think from like what was it like the end of july to august 8th i know august 8th was like the last day so they've wrapped up um I'm going to be real. I don't really ever watch the Olympics. Um, I catch all the, you know, playbacks and anything, anything big that happened. I just see it on Twitter. I'm not really a big Olympics watcher. Like, I just don't care. I'm not going to say I don't care, but I just, I don't know. I have a, like I said, I have a kind of a hectic life and the days off that I have. I don't want to spend it watching the Olympics. I don't know, but I mean, you know, I still know what... Who won and stuff? I know the US got gold in like basketball, which that's no surprise, um, and other sports. But you know, the biggest news with the Olympics I wanted to talk about was Shikari Richardson. So if y'all don't know who Shikari Richardson is, you might just be living under a fucking rock. Like, I feel like at this point, everybody knows who Shikari Richardson is. So, Shikari Richardson, she's a track and field sprinter. Um, she's 21 years old, really young. My God, when I found out she was born in the year 2000, I thought they were about to say she was 15. I forgot people, y'all, I'd be forgetting people born in the 2000s are like going into their 20s. Like it's crazy because I have a brother that was born, I had two brothers that were born in the 2000s. My first little brother was born in 01 and he's 20. And I forget that. Like I keep thinking that they're still 12 years old. Whew. Anyway, so Shikari Richardson, she's 21. Um, she runs track for Louisiana state university. And so, uh, back in like July, I think she like, uh, was it April? Okay. Maybe it was April. She qualified for the 2020 summer Olympics with, cause she won the, I don't know what the fuck all the competitions are that they run, but she qualified back in April and I remember when she qualified, it was, like, a big thing. Like, she was all over Twitter. It was a big thing because she didn't look like a typical track runner. Like, she had the bright orange hair. Her nails are super long. She had piercings. She had eyelash, you know, long eyelashes. So, she just looked different. So, like, she also kind of caused the storm with, like, the way that she looked. And so... You know, when she won, of course, a lot of Black people, we were happy for her. It was great to see that, you know, Black girl, Black girl excellence, Black girl magic. Uh, I know I was pretty happy for her, even though, again, I don't know what the fuck it even means. I don't, I don't know much about the Olympics, but anyway, so everybody was happy. She was going to the Olympics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then in July, um, I guess, you know, obviously you're going to the Olympics, which is literally like the biggest sporting event in the world they get tested, they get drug tested pretty regularly, I mean, again, which makes sense, you are going to an international competition, like, I, I'm pretty sure even in high school, they drug test the kids, so, yeah, but anyway, so, they drug tested all of them, and Shikari tested positive for a week, and so, when she tested positive, I believe she got, um, what is it, I think they, like, uh, disqualified her like she was no longer like able to compete in the olympics because she tested positive for weed when i tell you when i tell y'all that her um being disqualified from the olympics for weed caused the biggest fucking uproar people were losing it specifically black celebrities were like losing it and the black community in general we I feel like a lot of the black community we were like divided and so people were not you know they were in an uproar because you know obviously weed is not a drug enhancing drug like that which is what they're mainly testing for like steroids and stuff weed you know for her to even be able to run that fast smoking weed that's actually a pretty crazy thing but Even though it's not, you know, performance enhancing, it's still a drug and it's still against the Olympic rules. And so, you know, a lot of people were pissed off about it. Obviously people citing racism, you know, uh, as usual, people conflating topics and bringing up fucking Michael Phelps. Because if y'all remember, oh my God, I forgot what year that, what year that was. Remember y'all Michael Phelps back in like, I want to say it was like 08, 09. Don't quote me though. But I feel like I was, like, in early high school when that happened. Remember that uh, picture came up of him smoking a bonk. And so I remember that was a huge thing when that came up. And Michael Phelps went through hell. Like, literally, if you were too young or maybe y'all don't remember, Michael Phelps went through a lot when that picture was leaked. Um, He lost a ton of endorsement deals. It was a really big deal because he, you know, had like a really clean cut image. And as usual, marijuana is like villainized so much. So it was crazy because people were trying to compare the two situations, talking about Michael Phelps, da 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 da, da. you know, he was white and da da da. da. <sighs> and this is when I need for my fellow black people to get a fucking grip. Like, what the hell are you guys talking about? First of all, Michael Phelps did not test positive for weed. That was a picture that leaked. It, I think it was during the offseason. It wasn't even during the Olympic thing. And most importantly, he didn't test positive for weed. That picture just was leaked of him smoking it. But he didn't test positive for weed like Shikari did. Okay, and to say that Michael Phelps didn't get any type of punishment is insane. He literally got dropped from like most of his endorsements. He, I think, has even said that he was incredibly depressed during that time. So, I don't know what the fuck you guys are talking about. Because, as usual, you know, people don't do their research and they just talk. Like, these are two very different situations. And, I'm sorry, I don't think race has anything to do with it. Like, at all. Okay? So, this this is more, this is how I feel about it. Shikari... How is it that you, and I know this is old news, but like I said, I'm late and I want to talk about this because I never got to say my opinion. You know that you're going to the Olympics, okay? You know that you are on track to go to the Olympics. You're not going to the fucking Texas State Finals, because I think she's from Texas. You're not going to the college finals. You're not, you know, this isn't some rinky-dink Competition. You're going to the Olympics, okay? That's like the biggest athletic competition in the world. If you know that you're on track to go to the Olympics, why the hell would you still light one up? Why? Please, I want you to explain that to me, okay? Then, Not only that, I'm, you know, I feel like a lot of times us as Americans, you know, one thing that other countries would say about Americans, we think that we are the shit. We... Think about everything in terms of being an American and, and, and how it is in America she, the Olympics this year was in Japan Japan has a very strict uh, drug policy and weed they don't play that shit, that's all I'm gonna say Like they, they don't play that, they are not even trying to legalize that shit, weed is like not really something that Japan approves of so that's another thing you have to think about, you're going to a whole other country that is against that stuff you know And it's like, people are trying to petition to have weed be legalized for Olympians. And it's like, bro. And, you know, personally, I don't have an issue with marijuana. I do not use marijuana at all. That's not really something that I'm into. But I mean, you know, whatever to each his own. But I don't think that Olympic athletes should be able to smoke weed. I just don't understand why you would need to. Um, And so then people are like, oh, well, her mother died and all that stuff. I'm not trying to be rude, God rest her mother's soul, but if you guys, I don't even think she was raised by her mother. Let's start there. So, I don't see how her mom dying could be so devastating that she would need to go and smoke weed. But and anyway, apart from that, even if her mom did raise her, you know you're going to the fucking Olympics. Go find something else to 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 help you. So, I'm sorry, you know, a lot of people were like you know, saying that it was unfair. I didn't see anything unfair about it at all. If anything, Shikari has come out almost unscathed. Apart from the fact that she is, can't compete in the Olympics, she is now like very well known. Before all this, I didn't know who the fuck she was. I never even heard of the damn girl. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw she was in the latest Beats commercial with Kanye, Kanye West and Uh, I think it was a beats commercial but like Kanye's music was on there but she was in that commercial that was a big bag right there so uh, I just feel like you know people you got to be held accountable for your actions that's just how I feel and I felt like a lot of people were not trying to make her be accountable and again it, it, it was just like I don't know but I just feel like you know you know you're going to Olympics you know you can't be smoking weed if you're going to the goddamn you can't even smoke weed when you work at fucking taco bell they drug people they drug test people at little ass menial ass jobs is it the fucking olympics like i don't know if taco bell is one of them for sure but what i'm saying is that a lot of rinky dink jobs drug tests is it the goddamn olympics like so yeah that's that's that situation with shikari anyway next up um simone bows Another you know, very talented Olympic um, athlete, Simone Bows, again, if you don't know who she is, I think you might be living under a rock. She's a gymnast. She is a fucking boss. like uh, Simone Bowles is like literally just like so talented. like and I don't even know anything about gymnastics. It's not a sport I ever really paid attention to because I was too big to ever do gymnastics um, both height and weight, you know, to be a gymnast, they have to be, you have to be really little, like, they're very small people, like, Simone Biles is not even five, five feet, um, so, yeah, Simone Biles, she's, like, a really, like, gymnast boss, and she is, like, one of the most awarded Olympic athletes ever, she has, like, fucking 10 gold medals and, like, 11 diamond medals or whatever the fuck else they give them, like, she has a lot of medals, she's very, She's very well awarded. And so in this Olympic, Simone um, came under fire and heat or whatever for um, backing out of some of the competitions. I think in the some of the some of the Olympic competition, she backed out citing um, mental health reasons. And so, of course, when she said that people were attacking her. You know, a lot of even fellow athletes were attacking her decision to not want to compete because, you know, she was saying that it wasn't good for her mental health and all that stuff. And, um, you know, I felt bad for Simone. You know, I felt bad that people were attacking her. People were saying she was un-American. She was embarrassing America, which uh, I don't see how one athlete deciding not to compete in a competition is embarrassing America, but... Okay, um, so yeah, so, you know, what you guys need to understand is being an Olympic athlete, being an athlete in general, like a professional athlete, being an athlete in general is not easy. I played sports when I was in high school, and mind you, I wasn't even anything close to, like, a really great athlete, like, I literally, I played basketball, and I was a fucking bench warmer. I literally just played these sports to help me lose weight, not because I wanted to like go to like the professional league. But so I played sports throughout high school. I did basketball and I think I did some type of track activity and some other shit, cross country. Being an athlete is not easy. Okay. And uh, you're talking about an Olympic athlete. Simone trains for hours in a day. Okay. Um, on top of that, gymnastics is one of the hardest sports that you can ever do. A lot of people downplay gymnastics because they're not running around with a ball and all that shit. But if you watch them, it's a crazy sport. They're spinning up in the air. They're defying gravity. It's a lot. And she has said that even when she's up in the air, she like has lost, like, I'm not consciousness, but like she doesn't even know where she is in the air. And that's dangerous because if you land wrong that's like the end of like your fucking career that's end of that could honestly on be the end of your life so it's a very dangerous sport and um, it takes its toll on their body and if you guys didn't you know simone is actually 24 years old i didn't even know she was that old she's like the same age as my sister i didn't know she was that old i always thought she was like i, I mean actually it makes sense that she's that old because she's been in the olympics for a minute but yeah, 24. And even though that is still really young for Olympic, Olympians, especially like, I think for like gymnasts, that is old. 24 is old. So this is most likely her last Olympic because the next Olympic she's going to be like 28. Um, so yeah, so she's, you know, an older gymnast. And so it's just was a lot for her. And she decided to just not do the, you know, some of the competitions or whatever. And I respect that decision. It is her body, it's her life. You know, I feel like pushing athletes to the brink is is something that we need to stop doing. You know, if you um if you even watch a lot of athlete um like documentaries and stuff, they'll tell you how much these sports fuck their body up. You know, it's sad. You know, Mike, if you, I don't know if anyone watched that Michael Jordan special he had, it's on Netflix. I can't remember what the name of it was, but you know, he'll, he, he would talk about how after a game, his fucking foot was bleeding. Like these athletes push themselves to the break. And that's why by the time they're like 40 years old, they have the body of like a 75 year old because uh, the, the sport has just fucked their body up. So I think we definitely need to normalize athletes taking breaks, not pushing them to the brink and not, you know, trying to villainize them for putting themselves first. Cause at the end of the day, this is her body that she's going to live in. So yeah. So anyway, I, I respected her decision. So yeah. Um, next up we're done with the summer Olympics. We got my girl Cardi B y'all know. I love me some Cardi B. Um, she, Cardi B announced back, I think in July, I want to say July, what month is this? August. Yeah. I want to say it was back in July. She announced that she is expecting a new Bambito. Is that, that's, is that Italian or Spanish? I think that was Italian. I've been watching the Sopranos. Anyway, she announced that she is having a baby and I'm so excited for Cardi. Congratulations to Cardi B and Offset. Um, so yeah, she announced it with a beautiful, um, you know, maternity. She uploaded some maternity pictures she took, you know, in good Cardi fashion fashion They were very risque. Um, I'm not going to lie. I kind of had a feeling Cardi was pregnant because she took that, you know, she was off of Instagram for a little while and you, and celebrities like Cardi, like Cardi lives on Instagram. Like that's actually how we got to know Cardi's Instagram. So for her to take a hiatus I knew she was going to come back with some type of baby inside her belly and she did so I'm very happy for her if I remember I mean first of all can we just talk about how fast time flies I remember when Cardi was pregnant with culture y'all remember that I remember she was trying to hide it so much and then she finally on SNL revealed that she was pregnant and I was like oh my god so that's so cool culture and her will be about three years apart I think that's a good little age range right there two to three years is a great age range so yeah congratulations um she didn't say what it was but I have a feeling it's a girl I don't know the way she's talking it just feels like it's a girl but I could be wrong so yeah congrats to Cardi but she's not letting this stomach slow her down my girl has been putting out the music um recently she featured on Nor- Normani that that's her name yet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Normani um, newest single. Um Wildside. She would they dropped the video back in uh I want to say also July. Let me play a little bit of the song. It's a good song. I really enjoy it. And if you guys don't know who Normani is, I suggest you go listen to her. She's a super talented um, singer. And the song is really good. Let me play a little bit of it. I'm- Y'all heard that? That's the newest song called Wild Side. Um, like I said, it's a really great song. Video, it's popping, you know. Um, So yeah So she was on that And then recently Cardi was in Lizzo's newest song I think it's called Rumors Let me bring it up I don't even know where I put it I think it's Rumors Now the song got mixed reviews Um, I'm not gonna lie I literally just listened to the song today (laughs) I think the song came out like on Monday or something I just listened to it I think it's okay It's not a bad song Um, It's okay I mean, it sounds like a typical Lizzo song. That's kind of how Lizzo is. You know what's kind of annoying? You know, a lot of pe- a lot of Black people don't like Lizzo, especially Black women, because you know she her her music is more pop. And another thing that I find annoying is a lot of people kind of assume that I like Lizzo because I'm fat and Black and a woman, and Lizzo is a fat Black woman, and it's like. I don't hate Lizzo, but I'm not a huge fan. Like, she's okay. If her song is on, I don't even listen to the radio. But if I hear her song out, I'm not going to cover my ears. But I'm not a huge Lizzo fan. And, um, yeah, I think it's funny. People just kind of assume that I am. Because, like I said, we're both fat and black and women. But, anyway, let me play this song a little bit. Like I said, it's okay. Um, I'd work out to it. It's called Rumors. Here it is. Oh, y'all, oh, I, oh, yeah, I I think y'all heard that. So yeah, it's called rumors. So yeah, um, like I said, uh, Lizzo and Cardi, they dropped the video like this week. The video is pretty cool. I saw some of it. Um, I would watch. I would watch it. You know, Lizzo gets a lot of heat, you know, because she's a bigger girl and she is unapologetic about being bigger. But I think one of the issues I have with Lizzo is this. She makes her whole identity being fat. It's like, that's kind of all she talks about. And it's like, she'll wear a bikini and be on Instagram and be like, fat girls can do it too. And... uh, I'm gonna be real with you guys I'm the type of big person that I just don't really think that you always have to announce that shit like I don't think that's body positivity shit it's like okay and that's why that's the kind of the only thing that a lot of people know her for is being fat and black it's like can you talk about something else please like we get it you're big and you're you're happy to be big and that's great but I, I don't want to hear this every fucking time I get on your Instagram. So that's just kind of a little bit of my little kind of issue with Lizzo. But anyway, the song is cool. Hope it uh hope it charts well. Okay, next up we have Sweetie Weedy. So my uh, one of my other favorite rappers, Saweetie, she just um collaborated with McDonald's. You guys know McDonald's. They do that like celeb collaboration thing. Um, is it once a year? I know they had one with Travis Scott and J Balvin. I remember those. I don't know if they were last year. I didn't pay much attention. But So is a new celebrity to collab with them. And so starting last week on August 9th, her Saweetie meal dropped. I think it's in all the, all the McDonald's nationwide. And that is a huge deal. Like McDonald's. McDonald's—that's a big deal, y'all. She probably got a big bag for that. So it's called the Sweetie Meal, and it includes a Big Mac and four-piece chicken McNuggets and fries and Sprite and a tangy barbecue sauce. And then they changed their sweet and sour sauce to the sweetie and sour sauce, which I think is kind of cute. So yeah, I, I I think that is so cool. I'm so happy for Sweetie. Congratulations to her. Okay, y'all, I don't know what that was. Um, I'm still getting the hang of recording this damn podcast. Well, I'm recording it a little bit differently than I normally do, so bear with me. Anyway, so i was talking about Sweetie. Yeah, so congrats to Saweetie. <laughs> um, like I said, fuck what you heard and fuck what you see, just because I'm big. I actually do not really like McDonald's. I never eat McDonald's, but <clears throat> a lot of people still do, so... Yeah, go sweetie. So then next up, we got Diddy. Y'all know, good old Diddy. P. Diddy. uh, Puff Daddy. I'm probably forgetting some other names. Sean Combs. Him and rapper Young Miami. Young Miami, she's uh, part of the City Girls. They've been rumored to be dating. Um, They've been seen a couple times just out and about. And people think that, you know, maybe they're dating. Do I think this is a serious relationship? Fuck no. No. Anybody that knows Diddy knows that he doesn't know how to be in a serious relationship. The man is a uh, perpetual player for life, okay? Um, You know, one of his baby's mothers, Kim Porter, God rest her soul, she passed away back in 2018. She has uh, four kids for him. And that is, like, I think the longest long-term relationship he's ever been in. Um, And he just... He's just not someone that... One thing that I can respect about Diddy is he know he seems to know that he's not a he's marriage is not for him, so he's never been married and he's never tried to get married. So I can respect that um, because if you just watch him, he just does not seem like someone that could ever stick to one woman. Like he seems like he would break out in a rash if he had to be monogamous. Like so, yeah, I don't think it's a serious relationship. I just think they're just you know. They're both using each other. Diddy likes a younger woman, you know, even though young Miami is actually a little bit older than <laughs> the typical girl that he goes for. Young Miami's 27. She is literally the same age as his son, Justin Combs. Um, and Diddy is like 51. I think he'll be 52 this year. So yeah, he's like 20 something years older than her. I, he might even be older than her parents because she has really young parents. So yeah, so they, I think they're just doing their thing. Diddy just likes being around young beautiful woman Which young Miami is young and beautiful And young Miami likes a bag Okay she likes a rich older man And that's exactly what Diddy is Diddy is like a billionaire so Go ahead young Miami do your thing girl I would not expect Anything less than this from a city girl So yeah Anyway next up We are gonna talk about Justin freaking Bieber Okay so if y'all didn't know Justin Bieber was recently featured on like, I guess, I don't know if it's a remix, but it's like another version of the really popular song Essence by the Nigerian artist Wizkid. Um, let me see here. So if you have not heard this song, the song's called Essence. It features Thames. They're both Nigerian artists. And if you have never heard this song, once again, you are living under a rock. Literally everybody and their mom plays this song and it's actually, there's like a joke in the like Nigerian American like community about how it's like been oversaturated because Americans have discovered it and they put it, they just play it all the time. Now I will say the song is great. It's off of WizKid's album Made in Lagos and it's a great song. I do like it. And so recently this past week, um, Justin Bieber and WizKid announced that Justin was going to feature on like, I guess... Again, I don't know if it's a remix because it's literally the exact same song just with Justin's verse added to it. And I feel like remixes, they like remix the whole beat and everything, but it's like another version of the song with Justin Bieber. Now, when I first heard that Justin was going to be featured on the song, I will not lie to you. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't approve of it. And... uh, I'm going to be real. I didn't approve of it because Justin's white. I just, I don't want to see a white artist on an Afrobeat song. I, I'll, I, I'll say it. And it's also that this isn't really a Justin, like Justin's music doesn't, is not like this at all. Like this isn't the type of music he does. I just feel like there's just so many other choices that could have been picked, but I, I understand that it was a business decision, you know, uh, Wizkid isn't dumb. Justin is a huge, huge artist. Um, whose fan base has probably never even heard of WizKid. So, you know, this was a smart move business wise for WizKid because now his music is going to be featured in a broader, uh, audience. I mean, I'm gonna keep it real. It'll be featured in the white audience because, uh, you know, I don't know a lot of white people that listen to Afro beats. Um, I'm sure, I mean, everybody knows Davido's If song, but like, I don't know if they know WizKid. So, of course, you know, Justin has now introduced With Kid to that audience. And that's nice. But I just I just didn't like the idea. Now, I will say after listening to the song and listening to Justin's part, it's aight. It is aight. It's not like, oh, my God, Justin killed it. But it's like, it's aight. I'm not really, I don't know what other words to use. It's not even a, all right. It's aight. Like I would, I, I'm not going to say it's, it was trash. Um, the video was a little awkward because Justin is like not the best dancer and he's like trying to dance. I will say Justin Bieber's voice has not matured much since he was like 16. He sounds exactly the same as he did when he was like fucking 16. But anyway, let me see if I can play a little bit of it for you guys. I'm going to skip to like Justin's part. (laughs) Here it you don't need no other baby. So yeah, that was Justin's part. Um, like I said, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't Great. It was just okay. I mean, I I didn't I, I I can see Justin did an okay job, but like I said, I just did not like the idea of a white American artist on an Afrobeat song. I just didn't. But I mean, you know, it is what it is. It's happened. It's it sounds okay. Um. So yeah, congrats to Wizkid Yo. He just continues to do the damn thing. He's going on tour this summer. I have not gotten my ticket because I wasn't sure if I really wanted to go watch Whisked in concert. But, um, I don't know. First, I don't know. I might go. We'll see. But yeah, he's going to be on tour in America this. Uh, I don't know when the tour starts. I think it starts maybe next month. So yeah. Congrats to WizKid and Thames and Justin. Okay, the next thing we're going to talk about is The Baby. Once again, if you haven't heard about this, you've been under a rock. Okay. The Baby, um, who's a rapper. I use the term rapper very lightly, um, it's light, it's light work, I don't think he's like the best rapper, but anyway, the baby has recently come under fire for comments that he made during his Lollapalooza performance back in July, so, um, I'm trying to find the exact, like, Article. Okay. So yeah, so Lollapalooza was back in like late July, I think it's in Chicago. Um, huge festival that should have never happened because we are still in a fucking pandemic, but that is neither here nor there. That's 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 a whole nother conversation. So yeah, so the baby performed. Not only did he bring out Tori Lanez, who is the idiot that allegedly shot Meg the Stallion in her foot last summer. Y'all remember that. Um he brought Tory Lanez out obviously to be petty because now him and Megan are not on the best terms because he featured or he had Tory Lanez feature on one of his songs but anyway let me tell y'all the baby's going out sad so not only did he do that stupid shit during his performance the baby decided to go on a rant literally the most random unneeded rant I think I've ever heard in my life um let me just read what he said the baby went on a homophobic rant and he says, quote, uh, if you didn't show up today with, H- with HIV, AIDS, or any other of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that'll make you die in two or three weeks, then put your cell phone lighter up. Ladies, if your pussy smell like water, put your cell phone lighter up. Fellas, if you ain't sucking D the, in the parking lot, put your cell phone lighter up. Unquote. So... <laughs> when I like saw on Twitter that he did that I was like why what the fuck was the purpose of that I had felt like he had done that because um little Nas X's video had just come out a couple days prior and Lil Nas X rubs a lot of rappers the wrong way. A lot of people do not like Lil Nas X. If you don't know, Lil Nas X is also like a rapper, I guess. He was the guy that did Old Town Road, and he's gay. He's openly gay. So I felt like the baby said that because of that, but I I mean, I have no way to confirm that. It was just such a random thing, you know? Like, I don't know what possessed him to say that. It was random. It was crazy. It was weird. Like, I haven't heard anything like that in a long time. And I don't know if the baby thinks he is fucking Beyonce or some type of very untouchable music artist. But I think he learned very quickly that you are not untouchable. Because I can say there are certain celebrities that they say whatever the fuck they want and they never get canceled because they're just that iconic. And the baby's nowhere close to being one of those artists. So, of course, after that comment, I mean, people were pissed. You know, the baby, people were just going after him on social media and all kinds of stuff. Um, And, of course, the baby doubled down. He was, you know, wasn't apologizing. He claimed he said it. And he wasn't being homophobic because he has gay fans. And he was just trying to tell people to you know, have safe sex. I mean, I don't even know what he was really talking about. Like, his explanation was so dumb. But, um, basically, after he said that, the baby has gotten dropped from, like, every fucking festival you can imagine. First of all, I didn't even know so many festivals were going on this year because, once again, we're still in a fucking pandemic. But, anyway, he's gotten dropped from, like, so many festivals and endorsement deals. I mean, it has not been good for the... For the baby. Okay. Um, like I said, I don't know what prompted him to make that rant. It was just such a random thing to say. Like, you could have literally said anything. You could have said the normal, you know, if you got $20 in your pocket, put your hands up, you know, whatever the normal shit that artists say. I don't know what possessed him to talk about having AIDS and HIV. Like that was just such a weird random comment to make in 2021. You know, mind you, had he made that, had he said something like that in like 1985 or something, I don't think he would have gotten as much of a backlash because like back then things like that were still kind of like taboo. But in 2021, were you, I'm sorry. And then, you know, I think he had talked about, he put out a statement talking about how he's not educated enough about it, which is like celebrities go to, statement when they say something stupid like the baby is 28 years old like you know what you're saying so you know that's what he did and he's getting canceled and I still know ways about it because I don't understand why you did that what's funny about the, the baby situation is he literally did this to himself this is probably the most unavoid. this is probably the most avoidable thing he could have ever done but I digress anyway next up we have um, Venus and Serena. They um, have been in the works on a new movie about their dad. It's gonna—I think it's gonna be called like King. What the hell is the movie gonna be called? Oh my god! Give me a second here. Um, it's, it's about their dad. Uh, they dropped the trailer for it like two weeks. King Richard. It's gonna be called King Richard, and it's—it's gonna—the it, movie is about them and their dad and like you know basically all the trials and tribulations that they went through to become the tennis superstars that they eventually became Uh, I watched the trailer it was okay it's gonna star Will Smith as their dad I'm not gonna lie I did not like that I I just Will Smith is a great actor but I don't know about him playing their dad for one thing he looks nothing like their dad nothing like like (coughs) Not even a little bit. But anyway, when I first saw the trailer, I thought it was okay. But, you know, I did think to myself, they are making him seem like he was such a great, wonderful person and dad. And I just hope that that is the truth because if not, shit's going to hit the fan. And it's like I'm prophetic because literally, maybe a couple of days after the trailer dropped, one, um, their half-sister uh what is her name they their half sister Sabrina Williams came out and she apparently she's actually come out before to talk about how much of a deadbeat their dad is um but I guess it resurfaced again and so basically what it is is that Venus and Serena's dad he had a literally a whole other family before he met Venus and Serena's mom and like had Venus and Serena, he has four or five other children with another woman, and he like abandoned them and got with Venus and Serena's mom, who has her own kids, who had her own kids, and they came together and created Venus and Serena. And so the their half sisters are talking about how you know he basically abandoned them. She hasn't seen her dad in decades. You know they've been struggling financially, all that good. Sh- well, not all that good shit, but all that stuff. And I was really surprised to hear that. I mean, I don't know much about Venus and Serena's dad. I don't really look too much into their family. So I didn't know all that. But um, I will say it's horrible publicity and it's coming at a horrible time (laughs) because the movie is like set to come out, I think this year or next year. So that's, you know, interesting. I think it's sad that their dad abandoned his whole other family for Venus and Serena's family. And um, I just hope they can all work it out. I mean, I don't fault Venus and Serena at all. This has this literally has nothing to do with them. It's their dad that is that has the responsibility to be in his other children's life. And it's Venus and Serena's choice if they choose to, be, to have their half-siblings in their life. So, that's that on that. Um, I don't think Venus and Serena have come out to say anything yet. So, we'll see what happens with that. Next up, we got the... Free Britney movement. So if you guys don't know, for the past couple of years, there's been a whole movement going on for Britney Spears to free her from her conservatorship that she was put under back in like 2008 by her dad. And a conservatorship is basically like this like legal thing where like a judge puts um, and an a. So like, let's say there's, let's say you're like an adult and you can't function like a normal adult. Like you're not able to pay your bills like a normal adult. You're not able to handle money like a normal adult. They put someone else in charge of literally your whole life. And so that's what Britney Spears has. She has a conservatorship and her dad is a conservator, conservator. I don't know how to pronounce the word, but he's basically in charge of all aspects of Britney's life, her money. He controls everything. Mind you, Britney Spears is like going to be 40 years old this year. She's been in this conservatorship since she was like in her late 20s. And, you know, basically the conservatorship came about, if you guys remember, like back in 08, 09, Britney was going through that shit, you know, her little mental breakdown where she shaved her head. And, you know, I remember back then they really used to paint Britney to be crazy. But now that I'm an adult. I think I'm actually like almost the same age as Britney was when she went through all that. I 1000% can understand why she, why that happened to her. And the thing about it is like back then they weren't as big about, you know, oh, mental health and mental this, like they are now. Like back then, literally the press was ruthless. And so, yeah. So there's been a whole free Britney movement to get Britney out of this conservatorship. Um, recently Brittany actually spoke at one of the hearings and she said that she does she she definitely does want to be taken off of this conservatorship she wants her dad to stop being in control I mean they literally control every aspect of her life I didn't even realize Britney does not have custody of her two sons um her ex-husband Kevin Federline has custody of them and um yeah so Britney has gotten some wins in the conservatorship fight um I think her dad stepped down like last week. She was able to hire her own uh, legal team. And so, you know, yeah, we're one step closer to freeing our girl, yo. The other day on Instagram, she talked about how she finally got a um, iPad for the first time ever. Mind you, iPads have been out for like 10 years Um, and Brittany can definitely afford an iPad. But again, it's one of those things where she doesn't control, she controls no aspect of her life. So she finally got an iPad and she was just talking about it. And it was just so crazy to hear a grown woman that can afford a thousand iPads talk about how this is her first time getting an iPad. Like, wow. Um, So yeah, so, you know, go Britney. I really um, hope that Britney can shake this stupid ass conservatorship. I'm a huge Britney Spears fan. You know, I grew up listening to Britney. I remember when, I mean, Britney was huge when I was a kid. I mean, she was big when I was like in early elementary school, like first, second, third grade. I still remember when her and Christina Aguilera and Madonna kissed at that award show. That was like a big thing because I remember the next day at recess, the girls in my class were talking about it. Um, You know, mind you, I went to a predominantly white school. So (laughs) that was a big thing. Um, So yeah, free Britney, yo. Next up... We're going to talk about Dr. Dre. Um, So if you guys haven't heard, Dr. Dre, he has, I want to say fucking 10 kids. He has a lot of kids by a lot of different women. And so, his oldest daughter, she's 38 years old. She's come out and she said that she's living in her car because her dad, Dr. Dre, who she says has actually really never been in her life. But like, I think at a point he was providing financial assistance for her. And then, like, I don't know, she said, like, last year he stopped and so she's been homeless and she lives with her in her car and her four kids all live with, like, family and friends. And so she just came out to say that her dad has not been giving her money and all that stuff. And so people, you know, as usual, have been torn about how they feel about this. Um, this is how I feel. Okay, yes. Should Dr. Dre help his daughter out because he's literally a billionaire? I don't know. I mean, I just feel like at 38 years old, girl, are you kidding? And and yes, I understand that California is very expensive. I mean, California has like, I think it might actually be the most expensive state to live in. The cost of living is crazy. Like their homeless population is high as fuck. But I just feel like, number one you she has four children let's start there and let's be real they probably do not all have the same dad so what I'm wondering is where are the fathers where are the fathers of these children why are we looking at Dr. Dre where are your kids dads why are they not providing for their kids why don't they live with their dads that's number one number two I feel like you know it's it's a very interesting conversation about whether rich you know celebrities should continue to take care of their grown ass kids because girl you're you're almost forty years old. I think that Dr. Dre and again we don't even know the details of the relationship. I mean I've heard Dr. Dre's like a deadbeat dad. He's he, the only kids that he's been in their lives are the ones that he had with his you know almost now ex wife. Um. And the other illegitimate kids he has, he, like, doesn't really help them. But I think at times in her life, he has helped her financially. And he stopped because she had gone to the press to talk about him. I just think this. Dr. Dre, you are a billionaire. And for the sake of your grandkids, I would give her some money just so she can go get a place. And I will continue to give her money. But at a certain point, girl, you got to find what you're going to do with your life. Living off of your parents... I'm torn about that I am I do feel Like yes your parents bring you into this world And if you can afford to you probably should just Give them money forever I mean I wish I had that kind of situation But at the same time I feel like if you don't have That kind of parent that feels like they need to give you money Forever then you need to go get a hustle Like You need to hustle you need to Take the fact that you are Dr. Dre's Fucking daughter and spin that into Some money go get on a reality show Deadbeat dads Of hip hop I don't know go go pitch that capitalize off of being Dr. Dre's daughter like that's all I can say I don't know so yeah I hope they work that out um alright we gotta I gotta hurry this up cause we gotta get towards the end I'm getting to an hour so the last thing I'm gonna talk about for dropping it like it's hot topics I forgot I'm not do. I didn't do any politics this time but I'll do that next week so for trouble, la- the last topic I want to talk about is white celebrities coming out to admit that they do not bathe regularly. So, like a couple weeks ago, um, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, they're married. They were on some podcasts and they admitted that they do not shower on a regular basis. They said they shower the parts that are like, I don't know, they clean parts that need to be cleaned, but like they don't shower a lot. Then they said, even their kids, like they made a comment. It was like, you know, if you can see dirt, then we'll clean it. But if not, and then all of a sudden, a but all these other white celebrities come out and talk about how they also don't shower regularly. Jake Gyllenhaal said he doesn't shower regularly. He doesn't see the need to. And so, of course, on Twitter, <laughs> people were talking about that. And I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. I think some dermatologists even came out to say that showering every day isn't good for you. I don't care what any of them say. I'm gonna take a shower every fucking day of the week, okay? I don't understand why, if you live in a country that has running water, why you would not shower every day. Maybe in other countries they don't shower every day, and that's because they don't have—they might not have access to water. I can tell you, in Nigeria, which is where like my family is from. There's people that don't have running water and they still manage to shower twice a day. Okay? I don't see how you can be privileged enough to have indoor plumbing. Clean running water as long as you pay your bill and you choose to not shower. Like that doesn't make any sense to me. And and what what it doesn't even take that long to shower. Like it's not like it's such an it's not like it's a, a such a hard thing to do. Like I understand back in the day like back in the 1800s and shit they used to shower like once a week or no, like once a year because it was like a tedious task in 2021 there's nothing tedious about showering like please everybody take a shower no matter the race because this is ridiculous so that's what I gotta say about that um then we gotta do iffy rants really quick and my rant today y'all is about the pandemic So I've been listening and I've been on Twitter and they've been taught it's it's uh, it's been a fight about the anti-vaxxers and the vaccinated. When I say anti-vaxxers, I'm specifically talking about anti-COVID vaxxers. And what I feel is this, because a lot of anti-COVID vaxxers don't like that. You know, if you guys have been watching the news, a lot of places are now starting to be like, if you're not vaccinated, you can't come in here. And how I feel is this tired of this pandemic I need you guys to know that um even though personally for me the pandemic has actually been kind of a blessing because I've accomplished a lot more than I've ever accomplished but I'm tired of being in this pandemic I'm tired of wearing a mask I'm tired of being scared to do anything or go anywhere because I don't want to get COVID and I'm just ready to be done with this shit we are going into now two years of being in a pandemic and if the only way that we can get out of this is for everybody to get vaccinated, I need everybody to get to their nearest vaccination center and get that fucking needle inserted into your arm and get this damn vac- vaccination. Okay? Because this is getting crazy. And another thing that annoys me with anti-vaxxers is a lot of y'all don't even have a valid solution as to what we should do to end the pandemic. A lot of anti-vaxxers do not want to wear a mask. Um, They don't want to stay inside. I know people personally who are not vaccinated who are still going out who are still traveling and it's like what is y'all solution to ending the issue that's just all I have to say um so yeah thank y'all for listening